0: Welcome to the Fate in Your Favour podcast, where we focus on becoming the best version of ourselves. We explore ways to take better care of our mental well-being, connect to our values, and to overall lead more fulfilling, meaningful lives, relationships, and careers. I'm your host, Janelle Johnson, a practicing life coach and trainee counsellor from London in the UK. And to find out more information get resources or to sign up to the mailing list, visit www.fateinyourfavour.co.uk. It's also where I'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Fate in Your Favour podcast. Thank you very much again for joining me. As always, I'm very, very grateful to have you joining this space with me today. For this episode, we're going to be talking about boundaries and the importance of setting boundaries. Why is it so important to set boundaries? So first of all, I guess we would start with just me clarifying what I mean by boundaries. So the way I would describe boundaries is almost like a guide for you and other people to know how behave and how to act around each other in order to maintain a healthy relationship now boundaries can be set with anyone your friends your family your work colleagues i would say that in my own personal life boundaries are most challenging to set with people that you love because you always kind of feel like you are doing them a disservice when really you're doing yourself a disservice and the thing is it's most beneficial when people are actually aware of what your boundaries are, because then they can make a choice on whether to adhere to those boundaries or to continue to break them. And without them actually knowing what they are, you can't really honestly and truthfully say that that person is breaking your boundaries on purpose and, you know, the relationship dynamics need to be looked at. The problem is that people usually are very, very happy to be around you when you have no boundaries because they don't have any lines to cross you know they can pretty much do whatever they want to do and you will just be fine with it so it's only usually when you start to realize that actually when this person does x you actually feel a certain kind of way so boundaries are actually there to protect you when sometimes you you start to set boundaries For people who are used to just, you know, running free, that causes a bit of friction at times. There is also a chance that other people may not take it well when you start to talk about what your boundaries are and talk about what you need from the relationship. But really and truly, it's not really your problem. That's not something that you can control. You know, you have control over how you communicate what you need and they have control over whether they will take that up or not. So if they don't take it well, then really it says more about the dynamics of the relationship and what that person may have been used to in the past. The important thing to remember here is that you have to have a confidence in what you are saying your boundaries actually are. And if that confidence still allows people to break them, then that one is actually on you. You have to then sit down and think, okay, why do I keep allowing this person to break the boundaries that I have set? Whether it's that you have communicated those boundaries and that person hasn't decided that they want to take it up and they're going to keep mistreating you anyway or that you have not communicated those boundaries. And that's the reason why that person keeps breaking them. You know, how do you want to feel around this person? I know that it's not the easiest thing, but we have to teach people how to treat us. And it may take a few times to to repeat what the boundary is. People learn through repetition. So it may be that a person is so stuck in their ways because you may have been even stuck in your ways in allowing them to mistreat you and break your boundaries and may do things that make you feel emotional but you have to remember that it's through repetition that we learn little children learn through repetition when you ask them to do something they may do it wrong the first time they may do it better the second time the third time fourth time getting better and maybe by the fifth time they've actually got it but that's exactly how our brains work. So it may take a few times that you actually say to someone, this is my boundary and they may break it a couple more times, but what, how many times are you going to allow that person to break that boundary once you have made it clear that that is your boundary. You know, each time we allow people to break our boundaries, we are enabling their behavior. There is no concrete evidence that you can say that somebody knows something without you taking the time to actually tell them. And a lot of the time we go around saying, oh, well, she knew and he knew and this happened, so they must have known. And But without someone actually taking the time to specifically sit down with that person and say, you did this and this is what it caused. There is no way that you can, that anyone can confidently say that that person knows. You know, like there's times when someone may come across as being off with you and you have no idea why, but like me, you expect that if someone has a problem with something that you have done or not done that they will present it to you. So if that person doesn't present it to you, there is no way that you can know that you have actually done something wrong. You may choose to ask because you value the relationship, but then if that person chooses to say, nope, nothing's wrong, everything's fine, I've just been busy or whatever out, that is their choice not to communicate with you. If there was something that I did actually do wrong, they are enabling that behavior because they haven't brought it to my attention. What I'm trying to get to is that you cannot assume, no matter how much evidence you may have to support the idea that this person already knows, unless you have told them, there's no way that you have concrete evidence. That's what I mean by enabling the behavior. You have to actually say this is what my boundary is and this is how I would like us to move forward in this relationship. Now, there are particular signs that will tell people when they actually need some boundaries to be set. And one of them I would say is that you choose not to say something when someone has done something that makes you feel upset. That person has done something that makes you feel that way. So if that's something that you experience regularly then you probably have some boundaries to set. Another one would be you make excuses about why your plans can be pushed aside to make space for their plans. Now, a lot of people do this. They'll be like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. Don't worry. I know it's last minute and I had plans, but I can I can squeeze it in. But actually, you're making excuses and you're putting yourself second. If you had boundaries and you said, if you need help with something, I am more than happy. But please let me know in advance so that if I have something else planned, maybe I can reschedule it. But last minute things do not work. That is setting a boundary. Another way to recognize that you may need some boundaries setting is you don't like to spend time with someone anymore. You can't necessarily pinpoint the reason, but you know it's something to do with what they do. And you've chosen to just not spend time with them. You've chosen to just not communicate or you've chosen to just communicate less with them or cut them off completely. Now, cutting people out does not maintain healthy relationships. And if you were to just address the elephant in the room, you may maintain a relationship that actually means a lot to you. But instead, a lot of people decide that, oh, it's not worth it. I know how they're going to react and just decide to just cut down the time that they spend around that person. Now, if you truly don't care about the relationship that you have with that person, obviously it makes sense to cut them out, but identify with that and, and cut them out on purpose. Don't do it because you don't want to have a difficult conversation. Now, your boundaries are not created to offend anyone. Your boundaries are created to honor you and how you feel. Remember, you are always the most important person in the room. I don't say that to encourage diminishing others or showing others a lack of respect because you are the most important person in the room. But the fact is you are the most important person in the room because you can only vouch for what you think. You can only vouch for how you feel. So remember that creating boundaries is not to offend other people. And the sooner that you can communicate that to someone will be the better and will be the, the more meaningful your relationship. Learning to set boundaries can help you sustain relationships through challenging times. If you run away from the, the difficult conversations and the potential conflict, then that friendship doesn't have a chance. Either you or the other person will end up cutting ties. The key things that I would like you to remember when setting boundaries is to learn your limits. How much of this Behavior is healthy for you to take on. And don't wait until it reaches your limit to say something. Just recognize where your limits are. For example, if you're going to set boundaries, put a limit on how many times you can actually take that behavior continuing before you're going to make a move. It's also important that you accept that you may feel guilty at first. Remember that you have spent a lot of time putting somebody else's feelings ahead of yours. And allowing someone else to overstep those boundaries that you had but kept to yourself, allowing someone to overstep those boundaries is something that obviously doesn't make you feel good. So taking control of those boundaries and saying, no, actually, this is what I want may make you feel guilty at first especially if you're dealing with family members because you feel like you're doing them a disservice but actually you are doing yourself a service which always should come first because you can then show up more for the other person. Another key thing to remember would be to watch how you communicate your boundaries. I want to make it clear that it's not about punishing the other person. A lot of the time people want to wants clarification on who is right and who is wrong and punish the person who is wrong. But that is not what it's about. It's not about punishing that person. It's about teaching them how you would like to be treated. And remember that you are not responsible for the other person's feelings. So if you've taken the time to think about how you're going to communicate that you've got these new boundaries you want to put in place, you are not responsible for that person blowing up. You are not responsible for the other person's emotion. That's their problem. That's their emotions. How they download the information that you've given, especially when you have been very clear with how you actually communicate that information, is their problem. It's always, always, always important to. Remember that you can only take responsibility for your own feelings, and no one is responsible for your feelings. And this one is the one I'm going to leave you with before I go. Be prepared to put yourself first. Be prepared to put yourself first. And the reason I say that is that once you start setting boundaries, like I mentioned earlier, many people will not like that you now have boundaries. They are so used to running free and doing exactly what they want to you. Actually, be prepared to set your boundaries and stick by them. And if you're going to stick by them, be prepared at the idea that you may be falling out with some people over your wanting to maintain the relationship. You telling other people what you need Is a gift. If they choose to disregard that and take it on as a personal attack or anything like that, then you have to look at okay, am I compromising myself by allowing this behavior to continue? And on that note, I will be leaving you. As always, remember that some things are best kept secret, but this podcast is not one of them. I always look forward to hearing your feedback and please don't forget to share it with your friends, your family your enemies, anyone who you think can benefit from listening to something like this. You can find all the ways to contact me in the description box. And if you follow me on social media, I would love to hear what you think of this week's podcast. And on that note, I'll be leaving you. Thank you again. Until next time. Bye.